Blog Talk Radio. Okay. It's not connected, Joanne. I'm, I'm going to call it as a host. Welcome to Applause Radio Show. Not sure if you can hear me because I'm not sure if we're on the air or not. We're having a little issue here. Uh, anyway, hoping you can hear us. Uh, tonight, we have B.B. Buell, uh, famous actor, uh, not actor, I'm sorry, actress, model, singer, and uh, also Rick Levy. He is an amazing musician. He's been doing uh, conducting bands, promoting bands playing in bands, you name it, he's played with them. So uh, anyway, uh, not sure if you can hear me out there. Uh, welcome to uh, our sponsors, the High Bar and Bistro in Garfield, New Jersey, uh, Precious Memory Video in Kittnersville, Pennsylvania, and KWV Wines in South Africa. So how's everybody doing? Everybody staying safe, staying uh, healthy? Stay home and you'll be fine. The, the more you stay home, the more, the more I can go out sooner. So please do that. So if you are listening, please, 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 please uh, listen to what they're saying. Listen to what the doctors are saying, I should say. Anyway, but um, let me see what's going on here, people. I'm not sure we have... Uh, Hello. Hello, anybody there? Hello, welcome uh Blog Talk Radio. Hello. Hello. This is a pause radio show. Anybody there? Hello, please call me and let me know you're there. We're having some technical difficulties tonight. I apologize. Uh, if anybody can hear me, please, uh, tonight we have two great guests on. We have model singer, B.B. Buell, and musician, producer, music producer, uh, Rick Levy. So please join us tonight and enjoy the show. We're waiting for B.B. to call in, and once she does, we will get things going. So, uh, I'm in! B.B., you're there. Oh, my oh, God, I'm so here. I wish she, she doesn't seem to realize we've been here the whole time. I couldn't hear you guys. We got we had technical difficulties. We got knocked out, both of us, at the same time. It was so weird. 
Okay. Well, well we, I've been able to hear you for like five minutes. So. Oh, good. So people do know that you're on, right? So that's good. I have no idea. I have no idea if they know or not. Well, well we're definitely, if you, if you heard us, then we're on. So, well, yes, I heard you welcome. introduce this show twice. I like no okay. heard I said, please somebody call so I know you're there, you know. Anyway, I hear a man's voice as well. Um, that's me, Lucy? that's John. Oh that's Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, that's Scott. That John, that's my boyfriend John. Oh that's well, John? Okay, I thought he said yeah, Scott. Yeah. Well, no, no, he's my boyfriend. He's married, and his wife's going to kill me for saying that. So, <laughs> thank you All right, so you guys, I mean, what, what's up? I mean, so what's going on here? <laughs> well, I'm trying to get to you, so here we go. I want to say thank you, of course, for joining us. I appreciate it, and uh, I can't thank you enough. And uh, we just want to talk about your fabulous career and your, your fabulous life and, and your fans okay. would love to well, know about that. Well, first of all, I'm, so. I'm, okay. I'm not an actor. My daughter's an actor. No, I'm a you're singer. A, I know. You're a model yeah. and a singer. I know. Well, I, I haven't been a model time. since... For many many years, I I I'm a I'm a entertainer. I'm a singer. I live in Nashville. Really? I write well, songs. You started, well, you started as a model. You yes, but that was in the yeah. 1970s. We are now oh, in the year 2020. <laughs> well, you're still beautiful. You're still beautiful. You're still beautiful, baby. You still look great. And you, and you should be a model still. So, so what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about how it all started, or you want to talk about the music only? Are you on? What would you like to talk about? Uh, I mean, well, I, I mean, I thought this. I, I'm sorry. I, I called. I thought you were going to do an interview. I, I'm. We just, are. Why don't you just ask ask questions? Well, I'll be happy oh, to answer them. Of course, I'm trying to get there, but you keep telling me to do something else. So, <laughs> so all right, all right. So in the '70s, you come to New York, you get signed to a Ford modeling agency. You're a model. You wind up, uh, obviously, you're beautiful. The musicians just swarm to you. So you wind up getting involved with all the musicians. Unfortunately, you've been labeled. Unfortunately, and I apologize. All for right, this, goodbye. Somebody. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Well, John, maybe that here? caller. Yeah, I'm here. She, she's she's a nut job. So I'm here. Um, I'm trying to do know. the interview. She would not keep her mouth quiet. So how can I do an interview yeah. if I? I mean, it's like that. So what do you want to talk about if you're not going to let me ask the question? Oh she, my she God! She wanted to do, she wanted to do an interview, but she wouldn't answer any questions. So she, she's a, she's a nut job, and and you know I I apologize that I. Uh, yeah, was sticking up for her. Because, uh, I think the, uh, the the person was right when they said that she's she's just a groupie, and you know, and you know, the hell with her. I was trying to clear that fact that she yeah, but it is known as a groupie, and she just oh, it, it doesn't go. matter. It doesn't wow. matter. She's a nut job. Wow. So wow. well, well, that's well, I, <laughs> that's I the way that's the way the world turns. Yeah, I so anyway, Joanne. Yes, yes, John. Well, you know, um, it's not our fault. We're having technical difficulties here. Should I say Scott? 
Yes, Scott. Oh, yes, Scott. Yeah, well, the whole thing, her number came up. Her number came up as a one 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 number. And it's like, you know, who the hell is calling from a one 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 number? And, you know, that's why we didn't put her on right away. And then we got dropped. I got dropped. You got dropped. We tried to call it. I don't know about you, but I kept getting a busy signal. And it's yeah, like, you know, what the hell's going on here? You know, right. the, the well, whole world's falling apart, and we're trying to keep it together. And then we get a yeah. wacko job like B.B. Buell, you know, for an interview. So wow. um, what are you going to do? Well, I'd like but to anyway, to our, to our listeners for what just transpired. Uh, that's never happened well, before. Lisa, Lisa, at least our listeners know the truth about B.B. Buell. She is a groupie, and, you know, they'll just get, pay her no attention. She's not a singer-songwriter. I haven't heard anything on her radio about her. I haven't heard any of her songs. And at this point, I wouldn't care to hear any of his, her songs. So in the meantime, Joanne, how are you doing with this uh, virus thing? <laughs> Are you a little annoyed, John? I take it you're a little annoyed. No, no. I, 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 don't, I don't get annoyed much, Joanne. But I tell you, I've been having the decade from hell, the decade from hell. People say, oh, I've I had better days. I say, I have better uh, decades. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just tired. Of, I'm just tired of people. You know, because everyone is criticizing everybody. Everybody is making fun of everybody. No matter what you do, is not the right thing to do. And it's at the I point where you know, people, you know, lighten up people. We're trying to put on a show here with uh, people, you know, famous people. Well, not B.B. Buell, she's not famous. But Rick Leapy's coming uh, off of the box tops. Yeah, I mean, this yeah, guy is, is a legend. I hope Rick is listening. I hope Rick is listening and maybe he'll call in early that we can devote more time to him. But you know, someone like him deserves the accolades of, of being on this show, of someone right. who's actually contributed to society, made people smile, made people dance, made people, you know, listen oh, to his music. Yes. You know? And <laughs> Well, like and I said, I, yeah. I was trying I was trying to clarify that she is not that. Well, don't, don't she, Joanne, just know, Joanne, Joanne, don't don't even give her the you know, benefit of even mentioning her name. As far as I'm concerned, she's a piece of you know what, and I don't really want to talk about her. So let, let's talk she, about who's coming up on our, our future shows. But before you do that, let's hear who our sponsors are for the uh, the applause radio show. Sure, <laughs> we got the High Barn Bistro in Garfield, New Jersey. They got to go packages. People go and get them. Delicious food. Precious Memory Video, I mean, if you can't do uh, anything live with them, I'm sure they could do something on the computer with you guys. I don't know. You'd have to check them out. Um, they're amazing. And KWB Wines out of South Africa, uh, the wine's delicious. So, but anyway. And like Joanne, said, tonight. Yeah. Don't, Joanne, don't forget tonight uh, we have our special uh, drawing tonight. Well, actually, it's for oh, yes. the, the 15, 15th caller uh, if you're number 15 when you call in, uh, today, since we lost one of our guests, uh, we're going to offer, instead of one sheet of Charmin toilet paper, we're going to offer you two sheets. Okay, so be calling number 15, and you get with the two sheets of toilet paper. Okay, oh, and we'll also send it in a recyclable envelope so you can use all three pieces. 
So what else is new, Joanne? I should mention that uh, I believe tonight it's airing uh, an interview I did with a bunch of guys on a new radio show show called Power Hour. And basically went east uh, coast to coast. And uh, basically it's a bunch of radio hosts, uh, podcast radio hosts from across the country and talking about, we were going to talk about our shows and who was the worst guest we ever had, but uh, we couldn't. We well, didn't maybe do can it. you do a, you, you call them back, one. Joanne? <laughs> you exactly. call them back. Because and... <laughs> I've never had one before. So now, you know, but, uh, um, but yeah, no, we wound up talking about the virus, the coronavirus and how it uh, affected all of our lives and, how you know we see what's going on and where we think the the future is heading with this crap and uh, you know and and what a bunch of great guys oh my god I love talking to them and we really had fun and if you want to listen to it uh, you could go it's on Facebook it's um, what did I say it was uh, the Power Hour oh John I'm so I've got I got I, I have to say I got myself shocked I can't believe what just happened here. You know, I, I can't believe it. That's okay. Yeah, I guess That's I guess okay. I am. Yeah, I guess I'm for class. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. That's okay. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, the, it's called the Power East Coast Power Hour, and it's on Facebook. Power Hour East. Oh, Coast to Coast. Uh, Power Hour Coast to Coast, and a bunch of amazing guys. Uh, I wish I had their names here and the names of their shows, uh, but I don't. And uh, Again, uh, let me see if I can get a hold of Rick. Maybe he'll uh, be able to give us a call now. Let's see what happens. Yeah, that would, that would be great. Yeah, let's see. So in the meantime, there. in the meantime, we're all sheltering in place and social yes. distancing, and you know we're keeping away from everybody. Everyone's wearing these nice little masks, and I've been seeing that people have been wearing these rubber gloves and then taking them off after they go shopping and throwing them down to the shopping centers. So the shopping centers are now seas of uh unwashed, you know, dirty, you know, rubber gloves. So it just comes all the people care they care that? about the environment. A lot of the shopping centers there's pictures on Facebook they were showing pictures of uh you know shopping centers where people just take off their gloves and throw them on the ground in the parking oh, lot. You mean you know? After after they went shopping they took them off and just Yeah, they go shopping and they they take really? them off and throw them on the ground. Which is real nice. It's, it's it's probably all these people who are so environmentally conscious who are doing it, you know, they um, you know, they, they don't care. No, but, um, no yeah. that's a shame. So, that's a shame. Well, it's really, yeah, really. So I, I, I got. I've been driving past. Uh, you know this area a little bit, the Willowbrook Mall in Wayne, New Jersey. Yep. Have you ever been there? I, it's so I weird. Many times. Working, yeah, I've been working in that area and driving by there and seeing like it's empty is really amazing i mean i can't even tell you it's, it's like an eerie feeling and and seeing all these businesses shut down and it's really eerie you know it's it's, it's very mm. strange you know and, we're, we're uh, basically living in ep- a season one episode three of the walking dead except in this <laughs> case they haven't come back to, to life yet <laughs> not yet <laughs> so but it's you know the same thing they're running out of food running out of water running out of you know yeah. people you know uh, it's just it's incredible well, that's what we were saying uh, on the show. One of the guys was saying that uh, it's probably going to get worse in the next couple of weeks. That's when people are going to really freak out when a lot of people are sick. But 
I don't know. I, I said this on the show, and I, I say this all the time. I have all this stuff in my house already. I mean, I have cleaning stuff. I clean my house. I have toilet paper. I wipe my ass. You know, I have paper towels. I, I wipe up the counters. You know what I mean? Come on. You know, when I go shopping, I buy a big thing of toilet paper. I buy a big thing of paper towels. I mean, come on. You know, I, it's just crazy to me that nobody has this in their house. And then we were talking about alternatives to toilet paper. And one guy said newspaper. Um, I forgot. And I, I mentioned, uh, well, you know, there was a time when uh, we used cloth diapers, and once they got soiled, they got washed or sent away to be cleaned, or they were thrown away. So you got tons of clothes in your house, tons of T-shirts. You could throw it away. I mean, it's not the end of the world to not have toilet paper. Yes, it may be a little disgusting, but it's your personal business anyway. Who gives a shit? It's part of the fun, you know? I, wa- I wonder if the, there's a run on Depends because maybe that's the alternative. If we all got Depends and just shit in our pants, we wouldn't have to worry about anything. What do you think? Well, you might just have started a craze right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to look on the shelves now and see if there's Depends. And diapers. No, they're too expensive. Yeah. People aren't going to buy them. They're too expensive. They're too expensive. I mean, diapers are, are tremendously overly priced nowadays. I mean, I remember when my kids were little, they were expensive. So you're talking 18, 20, 20 years later, sorry. And they must be even more expensive now, you know. So unbelievable. But uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. So hopefully it's over soon. And uh, like I said, the, the, the more you stay in, the faster we can go out. So stay in. I, I wish I well, could that's stay why, in. Well, that's why they should stay in and listen to our show with our lovely guests, and they can learn <laughs> so much from us. <laughs> that's what I'm <laughs> Well, Rick is scheduled to call at 825, so, but uh, I asked him if he could call sooner, whether he got my message or not. I'm not sure, so. But Rick uh, is, is really an amazing guy. I can't wait to talk to him. I mean, we've had some really great musicians on, and basically every guest we've ever had on is always fantastic. And I, and both John and I are musicians, so for the both of us, I know for me especially, I mean, because I am a songwriter. Are you a songwriter, John? Or just I wrote some songs, but I, I just like to play. Yeah, so for me, like meeting these people, these like these people influenced me growing up. Like this, I, I can't even explain like the thrill it's been for me just to do this, you know. And and I do enjoy it thoroughly, and uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, I would have never really gotten to know you if I didn't do this, right? So I'm so That's glad right. that happened. You know, but uh, when are you gonna start shooting the film now? Now you're getting uh, moved in there. Well, uh, we can't really start shooting because the actors are all quarantined. So oh, I may I go. Yeah, I'm, I may just go with the claymation or um, you know, puppets. They're a lot easier to work with. They don't eat. They don't complain. You know, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and they don't make a mess. Okay, we have a we have a caller. Maybe this is Rick. Yeah, uh, let's, let's see. Is is this Rick? <laughs> No, no, I'm from Pennsylvania, but I'm not Rick. Hey. Oh. oh, okay, we'll it's talk to you. What's your name? It's Mr. Well, Cannon. I'm, I'm known as Steve Cannon, and oh, hey, very Steve. honestly, 
I hey John, I was hoping I would win the the I was the fifteenth caller. Oh, you were fourteen and a half. <laughs> oh jeez, I needed a title paper in the worst way for crying out loud. <laughs> Oh, how are you, honey? I'm wonderful. What happened? What happened to Liv Tyler's mother? We don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a know. horror movie. <laughs> no, no, uh, to be Whatever honest, happened we, to Baby Jane? <laughs> we were having technical issues, and uh, I couldn't tell if I was on the air or not. John got knocked off. I got knocked off. We both got knocked at the same time. But I don't know. Bibi said she heard me, but whether she heard me on the phone, on hold, or on the show itself, I don't know. So I don't know if we were on the air. And, uh, you know, I got... I, I don't know. I was trying to attempt to ask questions, and she's like, well, what is this? What is this? I'm like, okay. You, we got to the point where I was like, well, so what do you want to talk about then? Because she wouldn't let me ask the question, but she wanted me to. So then when I go to ask the question, I was trying to squash the fact that she's known as a groupie, and as soon as I said that, she quit, hung up. Didn't even want to talk about it. And here I'm trying to help, saying, no, you're much more than that. You are a singer, an entertainer. I mean, she, I believe she's also, you know, very into, uh, you know, uh, the times. As You know, she's very opinionated about what's going on in, in the world right now. Um, right. And, you know, and I just couldn't believe it. So she just hung up as soon as I said I was trying to. And I was leading up to it that way, saying, you know, you really – came to New York as a model and you're very beautiful and and then you wound up hanging out with all these musicians and where I was going was thankfully you did because that's how you broke into the music business really she had all the lines all the stars were aligned for her to be a famous musician okay right. she had the she had the best musicians backing her she had uh Rick Ocasek from the Cars she had uh Todd Rundgren uh, Steven Tyler, we know, uh, I don't know what she did other than, uh, in regards to music with him, but Steven Tyler was, I mean, she had so many people in the music industry. I'm glad you said in regards to music. Yeah, so she had so many people uh, backing her, really, in the music industry that she could have, like, really skyrocketed, and I, it didn't happen. So, I mean, Joanne, I, I, think, I think the term backing her, what might be, you know, uh, you know you know, construed as something different, you know, this way, but oh, maybe, exactly. you know, accompanying, accompanying her. Yeah. So, you know, and, and I wanted to apologize to her for the comments that people made on Facebook, because I have no control over that, what people say about people and, you know, and, and trying to basically uh, squash the fact that, that she's known as a groupie because she's much more than that. But unfortunately she didn't give me the opportunity to do that. So, and her loss, not ours. So, what are we going to do? We have a much better guest the, the, coming up. So. <clears throat> the question that I would have asked is, well, because Stephen Tyler once appeared on Two and a Half Men, and when questioned by John, uh, he he said, "I don't remember much of what happened in the seventies, meaning, yeah. of course, that he was a little stoned, you know." So, I would yeah. have asked her, "Does Stephen Tyler remember making Liv Tyler?" I'm not sure that would work as a question, but I thought it was uh, funny at the time. Yeah, you would have been I'm hung sure up on. I was going to say, I'm sure we would have got a click on that, too. I'm sure she would have hung up on that, too. So, you know, 
But no, she just didn't give me the opportunity. Give us the, even John. She tried to try talking to her, and she didn't give him the opportunity to speak. I mean, we, we tried to apologize that we had some tech issues tonight. What can you do? We're live. That happened, you know. Well, I had I had something like that happen to me myself, honestly, and uh, it never really got on the air. But I had uh, Graham Nash booked for an afternoon show I was doing, and yeah. my producer got on the squawk box and said to me, at 10 minutes to the hour, Graham Nash is on the phone. Well, I got on the squawk box, and I said to him, what the hell is he calling so early for? He said, I'll go find out. Well, what he found out was that the idiot didn't put the phone on hold. Graham Nash uh, heard what I said and hung uh, up on me, and the interview oh, went in the dumper. Yeah, oh, that, listen, God. those things, those things happen on a regular basis. I've, well, I, it's happened a lot. Idea. It's happened a lot. It happened a lot to me. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was thrilled about getting the interview with Telly Savalas, and very honestly, Telly was a yes and no answerer, and right, I couldn't right. get squat out of him. And then right. Robert Blake, I, well, I was known at the time as Steve Boom Boom Cannon. So right. I said, hey, Robert, it's good to have you on. I'm Steve Boom Boom Cannon. Well, he said, right. I'm Robert M.F. Blake. Uh, but he did and, it in its entirety on right. live radio. Oh, wow. my God. Now, Robert Blake, so you, we've talking had, you talking Beretta, Robert Blake, the guy who killed the woman and all that? I I didn't get into that with him. But uh, I basically that's who you're talking about, right? Robert Blake. Yeah, I introduced yeah, okay. myself, and he laced into a bunch of uh, assorted profanities, which didn't bother me because that was typical of Robert Blake. That's uh, a behavioral pattern I think he had exhibited over the years. So I was ready to deal with it, but it didn't go well, not at all. Yeah. Oh, well, I think we may know, have um, Rick on the line. Let's just see. You want to hang on, Steve? You want to talk to Rick? Sure, absolutely. You may actually know Rick, him. are you there? Yeah, yeah, Rick Levy here. Hey. Hey, hey Rick, this is John. Hey, Rick, How are Joanne. You? And we've got Steve Hi, Joanne. We've got Steve Boom Boom Cannon with us, too, tonight. I don't know if you know Steve. I do know Steve Cannon. Yes, I do. How are you, Steve? Is everybody healthy? <laughs> Everybody, everybody feeling all right? Yes, I am staying inside a lot, although John, I'm sure, and Joanne are are busy, busy. But everything's going well. Good. Well, good, things good. things things are going well. Of course, we have we have you know we had a bunch of uh, 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 well a bunch of our box stop shows are canceled. Everybody's canceled. You know, I don't expect I don't expect we'll be touring until the you know the very end of summer at the earliest again. Right, right. I, I, well, everybody pretty much is saying the same thing. They don't know when they're coming absolutely, back. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, they uh, they they were very smart to cancel the Flower Power cruise this year. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We'll be uh, box stops will be on it next year. But everybody's in the same boat, and we just have to, you know, we, we miss our friends, we miss our fans, and and. Uh, um, we're staying in touch through Facebook and Zoom and everything like that, you know. I enjoyed your Facebook performances, Facebook Live. They were wonderful. 
Thank you. Well, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I'm based in St. Augustine, Florida, and, you know, we're a small, we're, we're, we're pretty lucky here. Um, all the snowbirds have left, and we, never, we don't get spring breakers here, so it's pretty quiet. But, you know, now there's a stay-at-home, stay-at-home order. So, yeah, I'm playing at home and, um, you know, making my pottery and, uh, you know, oh, who knows, maybe right. May, yeah, yeah, maybe right. Thanks, yeah. May, maybe people are asking me to maybe write a second book. I don't know. I don't know if I have any more to say yet, but who knows. <laughs> well, you're not done yet, so you got a lot more to say. <laughs> I, I I know it's I've been my till my dying breath, and hopefully that's a long time from now. Yeah, well, when I saw you guys performing on the porch, it was just so laid back and cool. I God, I wish I was just sitting there hanging out with them, you know, singing and hanging well, out, and chilling. And that that's a buddy of mine from here, and because uh, you know, besides the box tops, I play locally too, and of course, all yeah. the local stuff is closed as well. So uh, um, we're all in the same boat, and you know if we can, uh, if we as musicians or artists or whatever can can you know the next few months you know put some videos up there and just everybody have a little bit of fun. It's it's a really nice thing to do. It really is nice to do, and and being able to talk with you guys and your listeners is great. Right. Well, well, I'd like to start with uh, how you got where you are, if you don't mind. Thank you, <laughs> and I'll I'll do the abbrevi- the abbreviated version. I'm originally uh, I'm originally from Pennsylvania, Allentown, PA, and oh, um, okay. yeah, and uh, you know, near Philadelphia, you know, near New York. So we were, we were in a pretty good a pretty good area in the fifties uh, and sixties, and uh, um, I started playing folk music with my sister when I was about eleven or twelve, and then like a lot of kids, I heard the Beatles and. I had my first band, I guess by the time I was 13 or 14, uh, The Limits, and The Limits still get together once in a while to play, and we've had we've we've just recently licensed several of our CDs to a pretty big company in California called Cleopatra Records, and it's uh, it, it and these guys are my best friends in the world still, because um, without them, you know, doing our little teen dances and sock hops and pool parties and a lot of frat parties. Um, I definitely wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done, you know, I wouldn't have ended up doing what I did. Um, yeah, so you're a teenager, a teenager playing in a band. How do you wind up becoming like this major concert producer, music producer? I mean, how's this happen? Well, I, 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 I learned early on, my uncle was in the business in New York. Um, guy named Elliot Wexler. He worked for he worked for Columbia and, and Decca and London. So I always was fascinated with the record business, the business end of it, and 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 how the gears turned and everything. Because for some reason, <laughs> I, I just knew, even as a kid, I said, "Well, there's always going to be a better guitar player. There's always going to be someone, you know." But if you really know, you know, take the time to learn a lot about all different aspects of the business you can get, you can carve a pretty good position. So what happened, you know, uh, uh, again, a, a short story. I was in a band in Philadelphia after the limits called wax. Um, and we had a big, big record deal, uh, a lot of money back in the day. And um, it was a disastrous ending. The IRS shut down the label. Um, and it was really devastating. We were, we were kids. I was 20 years old. You know, we were, 
we were playing, we played with the birds. We played with John Mayall. We played with the Everly brothers. We played with Manfred Mann, uh, Chicago. We played with everybody. And uh, funnily enough, the guys in the band all went on to almost all of us went on to pretty, pretty really good careers. Uh, the keyboard player, Rob Hyman um, ended up writing time after time for Cindy Lauper and um, started the band, the Hooters in Philly. And our drummer, Rick Chertoff produced, our, our drummer, Rick Chertoff produced Cindy Lauper and Joan Osborne. So the band was a great training ground. And it also, taught us that this is a really hard business you know, because for every success story, there's a million failures. And if, right. if you can't get, if you cannot get back up, you just should not do it. And um, I don't know. I just, I just loved it. I just loved the challenges and, and uh, I guess, you know, fast forward a few years. Um, I was already, I was a single parent. I was raising my son um, which was pretty odd back then, but it was great. And I got a call. I was still in Allentown, and I got a call from Jay Proctor, Jay and the Techniques, who wanted to go back out on the road. And um, and I said, well, yeah, let me see. So between 85 and the time I moved to Florida, which was 93 or 94, I – started uh of course we had jay and the techniques going but then i started booking people like tommy rowe and freddie cannon dennis yost okay. and barbara lewis and jay siegel from the tokens and uh i just i just started you know building this little company called rick levy management and you know we met, met all the different artists whether it was you know chuck negron or or gary puckett or peter noon and then then a few years later, we're in, I'm doing a show in Hong Kong with Peter Noon, uh, uh, with another band, but Peter was on the bill. And Peter pulls me aside and says, I'll, uh, I want to talk to you. So I get a call a few weeks later. He said, I want you to put a, put a band together for me. I want, to, I, want, I want to go back to the very early Hermit sound. Hmm. So I did that. And for three years, I was Peter's band leader. And it was great. It was great fun. We're still, I just saw him. We just did a bunch of dates in Florida. And it was great to see him again. And so after about three years. You're basically a music go ahead, promoter. I'm you're basically a music promoter who's a musician and winds up becoming the, the band leader because you're promoting these shows and you're, you're getting, like, you're getting it all yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to make, I wanted to make my I wanted to make a, you know, uh, uh, make myself kind of, if I get involved with an artist that I can really make their job easier. I was never, the, I was never the bride. I was the bridesmaid and that's okay with me. But the same, the same thing happened with Tommy Rowe. Then we, I would, I would play every once in a while with Tommy and then Tommy wanted to get a little more serious again. He wanted to play more. So I said, well, let me get guys together for you. And I'll handle all the business. I'll handle all the, you know, the contracts, you know, it, all the advancing of the shows. And we did that just up until a couple of years ago when Tommy retired. Um, and at the same time, of course, I, was, I wasn't playing with the box tops, but I was managing the box tops for 14 years until Alex Chilton died. Mm. And so I had, a pretty, I had a pretty full plate. And and yeah. I loved all of it. I love I love playing. Um, I even like the business end, and that's you know not a lot of musicians do. 
And then, of course, the last five years with the box tops has been great. It's just this really is the most fun I've had in my career, I think. Uh, cool. I, uh, I, love, I love the guys. A lot of people don't realize, you know, show business, it's more business than show, you know, and if you don't know oh, that yeah, part of that, if you, if you don't know that part of it, your your show is just not going to be happening, you know, you like you said, you're, you know it, and that's great, and now if your uncle wasn't in the show business, would you, you think he'd probably just be remaining a musician, or you would have still gotten involved? Well, in that, that's a that. that's a great that's that's a great question. Um, I, I, well, my dad was my you know my dad was in the clothing business, and I tried that for a while, and I mm. didn't like that, but I but I learned a lot about business from him, Ooh, and I'm right. really I'm I was really grateful, and you know I have a mantra that I that he told me years ago, and it's it always stuck with me, and it's it's uh. When they when they spit in your face, pretend it's raining. And um, you know, I, I swear, Joanne, that's become my mantra because you can't take it personally. You know, um, uh, you just gotta you just gotta give it your best. You know, you gotta be honorable, ethical with what you're doing. Uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a pretty you know it's a pretty cutthroat business. I think you know now the, the older acts, the nostalgia acts. We're all good friends, you know, we all, you know, we like to work together and it's a pretty, it's a pretty clean end of the business, but, you know, coming up, you know, every artist got screwed by their labels. Um, oh, you know, I'm sure you've heard the story. You've heard the story. Steve Cannon probably knows more stories than I do about it. So, um, absolutely. Um, yeah. Right. So, you know, you know, and, and we know the way it, the way it works, but, I think it's amazing that 50 years later, um, all these acts are still working because Isn't we love bad? playing so much. Isn't we love, and, and you know, and the music, and the music most will of never die, though, Rick. That's the problem. The, the music—it's not a problem, but that's—that's that's the issue. It's fantastic music. It'll never go away. The music today will go it's, away. It's, it's, it's an amazing, me, uh, you know, uh, era uh, of hits. I was just talking to a friend of mine who used to be a big, big uh, 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 disc jockey in New York. He's, he's out in Denver now. He's out of the business. But we were talking about young bands and new music and stuff, and there's a lot of good stuff, but it's not going to last 50 years. You know, no, it's no. not going to last probably two years. You know, so mm-hmm. there's something special about, you know, I guess we could say that from the Elvis era on through the mid-'70s or something. You know, right. that it was just, you know, every hit song was was like a huge hit. You know, I mean, how can you have that many great songs every week coming out? You know, right. and um, and again, as Steve would know more from the radio end, I mean, you know, these these copyrights are worth a lot of money. <laughs> so it's like, uh, um, you know, we just at Box Tops just had um, um, one of our songs in Quentin Tarantino's movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Of course, mm-hmm. the letter has been in a million movies and TV shows, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, so it's um, but one thing that we're doing oh, and, 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 and then I'll get you know, on to something. one thing that we're doing that a lot of the other acts aren't and we're taking a risk at doing it. Um, when we have, let's say, a big date at Westbury or something like that, like we have one coming up in September and hopefully everything will be back back on track. We'll be at uh, Westbury with uh, Peter Noon and Gary Puckett. 
on uh, September 12th. Well, the night before, um, we're playing the City Winery in New York, a small little club. And, you know, I don't have to tell you clubs don't pay you what the big venues pay you. But we do these we do these things because we found with the box tops, with the whole Memphis sound, we're starting to bring some younger people into the concerts. And that's the way that's the way you keep the music alive. And that's the point I was going to make. Also, that when I go to a concert or I speak to a performer who is doing that concert tour series these days, I'm finding and they're finding that the audiences are a lot broader than a lot of 65 year olds. These are younger people coming to see these legendary artists. And I think that's terrific. Well, absolutely, Steve. And and part of it is because they've heard the song in a movie or on a commercial or on a TV show. And, and there are a lot of young, you know, what we call indie band, you know, independent bands who aren't on major labels, but they're really, you know, listen, everybody, if you're, if you love music, you're eventually going to find the blues. And if you find the blues, you're going to find rockabilly. And if you find that, you're going to find Elvis. And you know, so you're going to find this stuff if you really, if you really love the music, just like we did when, you know, um, we were a little closer to it, you know, uh, uh, in terms of time, but it was the same, it was the same thing. And so you, so all these influences, they keep on coming. And that's why I wrote the whole memoir. Cause people were asking me, you know, well, just like, just, just like you did, just like you did, Joanne, you know, how did this Jewish kid from Allentown end up with it, playing with all these artists? Well, yeah. you know, it was, it was, Kind of like what I what I've been telling you, you know how I decided I wanted to learn all these different aspects, and 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 you know not be ashamed of the failures because if you don't fail you can't succeed. We know that, and and um, and I started I actually started writing it as a diary when I was on the road with Peter Noon because we were flying around a lot and I was curious. Because, you, you know, when you're living, you're not really thinking about it. How did you get from A to B to C to D? But I started writing it. And before I knew it, I had a couple of hundred pages written. And, wow. um, yeah, and it, it took flowed. me a few years. It just, to... it just flowed out of you. It just flowed. It did flow out of me. and But, but I, then I got smart. You know, I said, well, there's got to be someone who knows more about writing than I did. And I found an editor. Uh-huh. And and then it took me then it took me a while, a few years to find a publisher because I didn't want to do it on my own. I wanted I wanted to see was it at least good enough to get a publisher, which I did. And it's called High in the Mid 60s, which is a great title. Um, oh, yeah. And now we've got it out. Yeah, you can buy it as a book book. You can buy it as a Kindle and you can buy it as an audio book, too. So it's yeah. um, and it's on Amazon. It's on all the books, you know, the the store sites. But it's really good. It's a good read. You know, I, I think not only for musicians, for, for people of, you know, our generation who came up with this music for sure. Um, but I think also for a lot of younger artists who want to say, well, yeah, sure. Um, but you may not remember this. The time I got to work with the box tops, I got hired in Roanoke, Virginia. And my boss said, I want you to go to the Civic Arena and emcee this big show that's coming to town. Well, the show included the fantastic Johnny C, 
It included the Wicked Pickett himself, Wilson Pickett, and the Box Tops. Now, I want to know, what was it about the Box Tops that allowed that group to fit so smoothly with two major soul acts in that kind of a, of a venue? Great, great question, Steve. And, you know, we, we've talked, as you know, I'm not an original founding member, but, you know, Bill Cunningham and Gary Talley are with the band now. They are founders. And they did a whole Stax tour. They did a whole Memphis tour where, again, they were the only white act on the on the band. And they will they will tell you this because I've you know, we've talked about it. We've talked about it in meet and greet sessions with fans coming up in Memphis. All the musicians say the same thing, even though it was in the deep south. When you got in the studio, there was no color barrier, period. End of sentence. End of sentence. So they had white guys playing with Wilson Pickett. They had black guys playing with, you know, with Elvis. They had, you know, and, and everything crisscrossed. And, and all these influences, you know, it were, 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 and of course, Memphis really was the cooking pot because you had country, you had blues, you had rockabilly, you had soul, you had gospel. Um, um, so all this was coming together. And of course, they had some great songwriters. I mean, Dan Penn, who wrote some of their songs. He also wrote what Natural Woman for Aretha, and he wrote I'm Your Puppet for James and Bobby Purify. So they had really, really, really good songwriters and producers working with them, and they had a very genuine, you know. And we, you know, here's a perfect example. We could go out there, play our repertoire, and keep some extra money for ourselves. But instead of doing that, we hire a live horn section on every box stop show. Wow. Why? Because that's the way, that's the way Memphis music was made to be played. Yeah. So we either have a two or th- we either have a two or a three piece horn section on every box stop show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, we're trying to keep that authenticity mm-hmm. and um, right. you know, that's, that's, that to me is, uh, you know, I think I, I think that's, you know, I think that answers your question why they f- could fit in with that kind of situation. Well, let me ask you this: Rick. Now you played, well, we played with a lot of bands. Now, was this your first Flower Power tour you were doing, or no? Uh, last last uh, twenty nineteen was our first Flower Power cruise. Um, now in twenty eighteen. In 2018, we did concerts at sea. Um, I had done many cruises with Peter Noon. I had done some with Tommy Rowe. I had done some with Jay and the Techniques. Now, back in 2017, the the Box Tops, uh, Gary, Bill, and myself did the Happy Together tour, the the long summer tour. Um, And, boy, I, 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 I was just... Talking to Bill today, so I wonder what they're going to do with that this summer. You know, are they even going to be able to have happy together? You know, right, it's right. yeah, it, it's tough well, out. Well, it's tough out well, there, well, and you know, well, I mean, well, I, well, I, well, I well, you know, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know, we we've, we've all been doing this so long, but you know, I know it sounds corny, but we we get itchy to do it if we, if a couple of weeks go by. I mean, well, we, yeah, this is. This is hard for us to to now be sitting back, you know, and not knowing when we're going to be back out on the road again. 
you know, because right. um, it's not just, believe me, it's not just the money. Obviously, the income is, is very, very important. No, you have a great, but, you have when, a great but when we're having a great time, we see it in the audience faces. You know, we see what, you know, the interaction and everything. I mean, our last gig was two weeks ago in Texas. And we told the audience when we came out, I said, God, we, you know, we said, we love you, but we, we, can't, we can't do a meet and greet after this show, you know, because right. the virus was already, nobody knew. And then we were supposed to go to Houston the next day, and I got a call at 5 in the morning that that show was postponed because of this. So, you know, we just got to all get through this thing together, and, you know, we will with, you know, radio shows like yours, bringing artists on and everything like that. You know, it just anything we can do to, you know, keep keep it all alive for the next few months, and then we'll all be then we'll all be acting like teenagers again. So that's well, good. That's what I said. We're 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 here, so we're not going anywhere. We're here for you guys, and and for for you guys, and for our listeners as well. But the reason I asked you about the Flower Power Teenage, I mean, you've done these probably uh, these compilation shows with several acts. So now, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the acts maybe have maybe one or two hit songs, so you don't want to go out and just sing one or two songs. So they sing another famous 60s or 70s song. So I notice a lot of the bands do that on these compilations. Now, before they go out and do these covers of other songs, you guys all get together and say, oh, well, we're going to do Davy Jones, uh, but we want to do Davy Jones. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you guys don't repeat. You guys don't, like... Two bands won't do the same song, will they? Or no, no, it, it could it could happen, but um, um, I, I don't I don't remember the last time it happened. What we do in 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 our case is um, uh, every song that we do in the box top show, the box tops actually recorded. It may not have been the first version of it. For example, right. we do "I'm Your Puppet." We do "I'm Your Puppet" in our show. But that was on the box tops first album. Now they didn't right. have, we didn't have the biggest hit with we didn't have the big hit with it. It was James and Bobby Purify. Um right. but um sure, you know, I mean um um I mean even in like, you know do you guys look at each other do you guys look at each other's set list before you go on? I, oh, mean, I mean like how Yeah, do you yeah, like list? Yeah, yeah. If it's gonna be like we do a lot of shows with uh, um there's a little package called American Pop. And it's us, the box tops, the grassroots, and the Buckinghams. So we just, you know, we powwow. And, you know, if it's a short show, for each only doing like, you know, 20 minutes, then we all just do our hits and boom. But, you know, if it's going to be a longer show, then we might look and say, oh, you know, if the Buckinghams are doing this particular song, and if we were thinking of it, for example, we would just say, no, you guys do it. That's fine. You know, we'll do something else. Because... All, you know, we all have plenty of material, and we, it would be kind of weird if, like, we all came out and played Louie Louie or something. <laughs> you know, might be fun, though. Might be fun. Well, might be a lot of fun. Hey, do you guys get together at the end of the show and everybody plays together? or uh, no? um, on, some, on some we do. Uh, certainly on the Happy Together Tour, they have the finale every night. Um, I like those things. I think they're a lot of fun. Um, yeah. we, you know, we'll do them on a case. It, it, it really depends. So much depends on, you know, how long is the show? What does the, what does the buyer want? You know, um, you know, how long does he want each act to perform? So, excuse me, we don't always have a hundred percent control over that. Right. And how does the meet and greet go? I mean, do you, do you, how many people would you say you meet each show? Do they have a cutoff there, well, time? Well, there's, there's a cutoff. 
couple ways of doing it. If it's like in a, a casino, the casinos usually have VIP, the high rollers, do a meet and greet before the show. So uh-huh. they'll bring, they'll have us, they'll have us, you know, or the two or three acts, whatever it is, in a room, and they'll bring people in, you know, and we'll, you know, shake hands, pictures, blah blah blah, and then, but usually, almost every show afterwards, we'll be out in the lobby with pictures or CDs or whatever, and then, you know, who's ever there, we'll, we'll, you know, that's why we said in Texas we can't do that because they were already talking about social distancing. But, you know, people will come up and be shaking hands and want to take pictures, and we love that. You know, I mean, you know, and they show up on, on uh, Instagram and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. And, it, I mean, it really is – listen, the bottom line is, without the fans, none of us would have a job. Period. End of sentence. If you guys, yeah. if you guys were not there, we would not – We none of us would work, you know. Right. So, you know, we, you know, so, so it, it's – we're grateful. We're grateful to to meet to meet the people. You know, now can sometimes uh, some fans become a little annoying? Yeah, of course. But that's in anything. <laughs> but but by far, and I'm talking, you know, ninety five, ninety eight percent of the fans are great to be with. You know, we right. become we become personal friends with a lot of them. You know, right. um, we'll stay. You know, we stay in touch with. You know. It's one big happy family, you know. It is. It is. It is like a family. It is a family. We've all been through a lot of similar experiences, you know. And um, um, so, if we can, you know, if we can, if we can bring a little, bring some of that joy and 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 that innocence back, um, especially when times are tough, you know, it like a time like this, um, it's really, really important. I remember doing concerts after nine eleven. You know, mm-hmm. and it was like, it was like, it was like this, you could feel the relief come over the room, even if it was only for an hour or two, you know, just to, just to, just to relax. That's the one bad thing about this, that we can't do the concerts because now people really need the concerts. So we have to do, other, you know, do it other ways, do them on Facebook, do them on YouTube, do them on right. Zoom, you know, whatever, whatever we can do. And it doesn't even have to be, it can be, doesn't need to be the name artist like us or Herman's Hermits or anything. It can be, you know, a guy or a girl, you know, local musicians, which is what they're doing here and, and in every town across, everywhere across the world. You know, I, I, I go on the internet in the morning on Facebook and I, I'm seeing musicians from all over the world playing, you know. Right. And I'm thinking, well, yeah. you know, this is this couldn't have happened, you know. Uh, I mean, that's one of the great things of technology, obviously. Right. That's for sure. I hate to sound I hate to sound greedy, Rick, but have you presented one of your uh, show packages to the casino in in Easton? I mean, that's close to Scranton. I'd love to go. Easton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. I didn't even know there was one there now. I know there's oh, Bethle- uh, there's one in Bethlehem. There's one in Bethlehem, That's right? That's the one. That's the one I'm yeah, talking about, um, right. Yeah, they just got – They just, it used to be the Sands, if I'm not mistaken, and now it's somebody else. Um, I believe our agent um, – we have we, a lot of us have the same agent in California. Handles us, handles Herman Termitz, handles uh, Gary Puckett. Um, and I think we have been pitched there, of course – 
you know, right now they're all closed too. So, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, you can't imagine, you can't imagine the amount of risk and, you know, forget just our genre, you know, the, the 60s, 70s bands, but think of all the, the current bands and then country bands and then rap bands and, you know, all these artists, hundreds and hundreds of concerts that have either been canceled or have to be rescheduled. Right. So, I don't know if it's me because of the Facebook friends I have, but I have not seen any, if at all, of these current artists doing the Facebook Live. If any, it's like a handful where all you guys are doing the Facebook Live. And you know why that is. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know but about that. The, the, yeah, there might be other, you know, there might be other... Fo- they can't do yeah, there could be other full. Yeah, they, they, you know, they, they. Well, that's that's part of it. A lot of them, a lot of them can't play very well live. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, it's 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 um, you know, we always talk about that too. And I have nothing against technology, but you know, you get a lot of these acts. If you take the all the backing tracks and all the computerized, the computerized, and all the you know, they they fix their vocals. And everything you take right. that all away, it's pretty lame. And and you know, I mean, you heard me and my buddy George on the porch sounded pretty damn good. You know, no, so yeah. it's like you know, and that was just two two guys with you know with 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 old guitars. And um, there's something about you know, it reminds me of like I remember BB King years ago before he died. Obviously, um, somebody said. BB, you know, you don't, you don't play you don't play as many notes as you used to. And BB just said, "Yeah, but I play all the right ones." <laughs> and that was <laughs> and that and that was just like you know, and, and that's what it's about. You know, we're 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 lucky. We, I mean, we're the luck. I mean, our, my all the bands that we play with, you know, all the artists, the singers, all the sidemen, the musicians. Yet some make more money than others, but we are the luckiest bunch of people in the world to to to, to do this, you know. And it's so much fun. I mean, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I I say it again. It sounds corny when I when I even when I go out in a big show with the box tops or something. When I put that guitar on, I feel like I'm back in the garage with the limits again, and I'm 14 or 15 years old. And you cannot buy that feeling. You can't buy that feeling. It gets. I get very emotional about it sometimes. I mean, I I I I I get very, you know, I I get overwhelmed that I've been blessed to be able to do this. This I know so many people, and have so many friends. And it's sad that so many are dying. You know, right. just I, I don't I don't mean the virus thing. I mean just a lot of these artists have, are getting older, and some didn't take very good care of themselves. But the beauty is that, the, you know, the music is still out there, you know, right. and, um, you know, I know one thing for myself. I can't speak for other artists, but I have enough self-respect and dignity that if I couldn't do if I couldn't do, you know, the best job that I could do, I would stop doing it. Right. I right. would not go on. St- I would not go on stage and give a 50 percent show. No way. Right. I would just, I'd say, I'm done, you know, and thank God, um, you know, I, I, I think, you know, and people who hear us, people who hear the box tops now say, 
you know, we sound better than they ever heard the band since the beginning days. So, right, right. you know, I, I don't know if that's if that's experience or maturity or or I'm not sure what it is. Um, but I, you know, like I said, we just played with we did uh, four dates in Florida. You know, Peter was uh, Peter Noon was on them. He's always great. The Vogues, who I hadn't heard in years, the Vogues sounded fantastic. They were great. You know, um, and um, you know, it's and it's so great. You know, it's so great to see our friends. You know, we go out and. You know, we'll see the Buckinghams. Oh, hey, Carl, Nick, how you doing, and everything. Or, you know, it just it, it's it is one it is one family, and you guys are part yeah. of it. I mean, you know, yeah. it's it's. I don't say that to to try to gain favor. I mean, it's like, you know, it, it, it one I doesn't exist it. without the other. I love it, and I I never want to see it end, and and that's why we do the show because I just love it all myself, and and. I can't get enough of it, but you said that you were lucky to be doing it. We are lucky that you are doing it. So thank you. Well, we thank you. And, 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 and for your listen out there, your listeners and stuff, it's very easy. You know, we, we have a website. It's just boxtops.com. No, the just www.boxtops.com. There's pictures, there's history. There's of course all the tour dates, that really now won't be starting till late August or mid right. mid to late August. Um, um, and you can always, uh, you can always get in touch with us. Um, you know, we have a box tops Facebook page. We have an Instagram, we have all those things and we, we get back to people all the time. I mean, you know, we're going back to a venue in Nashville. We were there last summer. We're going to, an, we're going back there and people are already, you know, well, our tickets on sale yet Our tickets on sale yet. And, you know, yeah. I, I said, yeah, they are. Right. Well, you know, we don't know with the virus, but, but hopefully everything will stay, you know, stay intact. So, and it's yeah. great seeing a lot of the same, you know, seeing the same faces it shows. It's great. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's really nice. And I, I feel very badly that the, the flower power crews didn't go out this year, but they did the right thing, obviously, you know, uh, cause you know, but, bunch of people might have been stuck on a ship for a long, long time, you know, and, and, yeah, um, yeah. it's, uh, well, I but you know, I belong to the, to the uh, flower power group on uh, Facebook and I felt so bad for those guys that, had, you know, you guys plus the, the, the uh, guests on the cruise, uh, I saw they were posting what they were going to wear if they were on the cruise, some really cool, exactly. 50, you know, so it's really yeah, nice we, yeah. We'll be back on. We'll be back on it in 2021, and you know, cool. and maybe they'll do another one in between. Maybe they'll stick this yeah. one in between somewhere and have right. another one. But uh, right. um, well, I was going to say, so, uh, if anybody's interested in finding out more about the box tops or Rick, go to boxtops.com and. Yeah, or and my and my site, my yeah, my website is ricklevy.com, R I C K L E V Y. It has, uh-huh. you know, as we we didn't talk about that yet, but I'm also a pottery maker. I make yes, ceramics, and um, yes. how'd you get and, into that? Um, I well, I started in high school, and then I got away from it forever, and I always loved it. I would dabble and dabble, and then about. Eight years ago, here in St. Augustine, a studio, uh, uh, a guy came to town and opened a teaching studio. 
And it was like, oh, my God, I, I, you know, I, I love it. So now, I mean, I actually have a pottery wheel in my home. So my, right. my, my second bedroom is now my pottery studio. It has pottery, clay, and guitars. So it's like, oh. that's it. Yeah. And so and I, I put, I put those kiln, up on Facebook. You, thank you, pardon? Does the kiln, does the kiln double, double as a uh, Tiffany? <laughs> no, no, no. The kiln I have to I, I have to take I have to take it to the studio to glaze and fire. But I love okay. making it, and I've I've hey, shipped I've, sh- I've actually shipped a lot of bo- you know what a lot of box tops fans have bought pieces of mine because they've come to a show and then they I put them on Facebook and you know and and it's really just a it's really a hobby that's become you know just a lot of fun. And now you know now that we can't go anywhere. You know, I'm 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 actually doing quite a bit of it every day. So right. um, well, they all everything you've ever posted looks store bought. It, it is beautiful. Looks store bought. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Absolutely. And uh, and, and uh, you know what they say? It, it, you know, you, we, we you know we're a troublesome bunch of artists. If we're not busy, we can get in a lot of trouble. So <laughs> so I gotta keep I gotta keep myself I gotta keep myself busy. You know. Right. Right. Well, well, tell people where they can uh, check out your uh, pottery. Okay, so the easiest way to do it is um, my Facebook page is Rick Levy. Just search Rick Levy on Facebook. And when I, whenever I have new pieces, I just post photographs of them. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'll even post – sometimes I'll even put pictures of unfinished pieces that somebody could say – contact me and say, I like this piece. Can you glaze it this color? And I'll say, yeah. Uh- and so I'll custom, I'll custom, I'll custom glaze a piece for somebody. And I, they're usually bowls, bowls or pitchers or vases or, you know, that type of thing. That type of thing. Nice. Cool. Wow. And the cool. book, wow. the book, they, yeah. And the book, they can also get the book uh, from my website too, from com. There's a direct link to Amazon right on my website. And, and um, you yeah, it's you good. You're going to be doing another book soon, or you don't know? I don't know. You know, I don't know. It's it's like, you know, maybe there's so many. It, it, it's really funny. There's, um, like I said, you know, we just we just licensed the limit these old limit CDs to a company in California. So I'm I'm, I'm busy cool. on that on on that yeah. and that angle of it. So. Um, I, I don't know about, you know, sitting down and, and writing right now. I think, you know, like f- for this, uh, certainly for this summer, I think it's going to be a time of um, practicing guitar, making pottery, keeping healthy, um, maybe doing some songwriting again. I haven't done that in a long time. Um, I would love to get, I would love for the box tops to get back in the studio and do some new stuff. I would, and, yeah. and I, we've talked about it. We've talked about it because, uh, I mean, those guys are, I mean, I'm a, I'm a good musician, but some of the guys, the guys in the band are, you know, they're just amazing musicians. Three of them are, three of the guys are, have been Nashville session guys for years. I mean, they are just, you know, yeah, Gary Talley, one of the founding members of the Box Stops, you know, he's been in, in Nashville for years, played with Wilson Pickett, played with Billy Preston, played with Sam and Dave, um, our keyboard player uh, Barry Barry Walsh toured with Roy Orbison, Dolly Parton, Waylon Jennings. Um, wow. Our drummer, 
Our drummer toured with Olivia Newton-John, the Everly Brothers. I mean, we've got some really, really, and and, and but but above that is, and, and you know, everybody's a really, really nice, good, good person. And Bill Cunningham, the original bassist, he lives in D.C. So you know, we don't get to see you know when we're not pl- physically playing together, we don't get to see each other. So this summer is going to be okay. How do we stay in touch? And we'll probably do it by you know video chatting with each other and you know thinking of okay, what can we do in the in the show when we come back in August or July or August? Do we want to make any changes? Do we want to do a couple of new things or you know? And we'll just have to. We'll just rehearse, you know, in front of a computer you know, with each other, like, you know, which which is pretty cool, actually. Right, right. Absolutely. And that's what everybody's doing, actually. So, you know, they they are. They are. And that, that, you know, I mean, you know, your your radio show now, you know, it's not like the old days if it was a. A, you know, a, a land-based station and, you know, and it could be heard here and there, you you guys can be heard all over the world. So it's great. Yeah, oh, we, you know. we are. We are, which is fantastic. It's exciting. We, we keep, it's exciting. Getting, it's exciting. And we keep, yeah, we keep getting picked up by other radio stations. It's, it's, been, it's been phenomenal. It's exciting. I can't even tell you. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, and, and I'm sure, uh, you know, if you, if you ever want to, uh, uh, get Bill or Gary, you know, because they're the founding members of the guys. Uh, they would love to do, you know, they'd be happy to do an interview with you. Absolutely. You know. send everybody that wants to come over. If they want to do an acoustic set, they can. If you wanted to, you can. If you got, you come on on. Please. We're trying to let people know. Life is normal, okay? You may be stuck in your house. And there's something shitty going on, but life is normal. If you don't live, yeah, normal, yeah, yeah, living yeah, living you gotta, living. yeah. That that that's that's a great attitude. I know, no, it it is a great attitude. I mean, I've I've been I've been sitting. Uh, I mean, luckily that you know it's gorgeous here where I live in St. Augustine, and to this afternoon, bef- you know, before I called in and before it got dark, I was sitting out on my back porch with my acoustic guitar, and I was just you know I was playing playing old Rolling Stone songs and some old blues and. You know, yeah. and it was, you know, it was fine. And, um, you know, we'll miss everybody for a few months, but nice. it'll, it'll be great when we all do, when we all do get back together again. Yeah. That's for tell sure. Them to, tell and, them to come and see us and they won't miss anybody. And they can come on here and, and reach out to their fans and let them know everything. Absolutely. Cool. And, and, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, and and we're and we're looking forward to the New York dates in September. I'm sure they'll be. I'm sure they'll you know they'll still be scheduled. I don't see any you know by then it should be fine. Gotta let us know so we can come over and check it out. You gotta let us know. Yeah, yeah, because one uh, September well nine eleven September eleventh is the city winery in New York City, and then September twelfth okay. is uh, is Westbury with uh, Box Stops, Peter Noon, and Gary Puckett. So uh, good show, really good show, yeah. great show, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Steve, are you Steve? Are you still there? Yes, sir. I am right here. Oh, now, uh, what what are you doing with yourself nowadays? Well, I do a radio show out of Ohio from my dining room table on my computer, and okay. it is called it's called Theater of the Mind, and these are great radio dramas and science fiction and comedy and westerns and i do the introduction and as the king of trivia i do some trivia at the close of the show 
Oh, great. Okay, okay, okay. Now, were you in? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. Were you back on WFIL in Philly? By I any was chance? never in Philly. I did work at WMID in Atlantic City for four years. Okay, MID. Okay, okay, okay. All right, and I was at yeah. WARM in Scranton, Pennsylvania, for a long time, also. Oh, that's where I would have known your name, man, because we picked because in Allentown we picked up WARM. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so as a you know, fact, go ahead. Well, so you knew the guys from WAEB and WKEP in Allentown, Gene K and, and all those guys. Absolutely. WAAB in Allentown uh, ruled Allentown Radio during the 60s when I worked in Atlantic City. Yeah, yeah. It was a, Allentown was a heck of a market. I mean, we always heard, you know, that, that it, was, it was really one of the East Coast test markets for the bigger cities. You know, if you could break a record in, if you could break a record in, I think it was, if you could break a record in like Baltimore, Allentown, and Hartford, you pretty much knew you would have an East Coast hit then. Wow. You know, it would break. It was really Philly's back door as well. So Philadelphia took well advantage of of Allentown and its ability to make hit records. Well, I think it was an Atlantic, if I'm not mistaken, maybe, I think it was an Atlantic City station that first broke Apple's Peaches Pumpkin Pie from Jay and the Techniques before even an Allentown station. It may have been it may have been WMID, and I'll tell you why. We had one of the greatest disc jockey slash engineers in the business, J. Mark Snyder, uh, who was on our station at the time. And if he liked the song, it would wind up getting played. Number one and number two, uh, Harry Newman and Humble Harvey Miller were our program directors. So that's mm-hmm. I know possible. both those names because you know Jersey Shore. Atlantic City in the, in the 60s, you know, that was the place to be. And, of course, Apple Peaches came out late summer of 67. So right. I, I, I am pretty sure I remember Jay telling me that it broke there before it even broke in Allentown, which was Jay's hometown. So um, interesting I'm, story. Indeed. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that uh, Atlantic City was that good to the record business. Yeah, I'm getting to rest. Well, it's it, coming. It, change, change the topic because I'm getting to rest. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> That's right. Go I'm back. We'll, we'll, yeah, Larry, you were young and so was I. That's right, man. Yeah. What, what a great. I, yeah, I. I mean, I. That that's why I wrote, you know, that's why, you know, that's why I wrote this whole book because there were so many memories, and how did I. You know, how did they, how did one go from one to the other, to the other, to the other, to the other? And it's like, and, you know, sometimes when you think you're done and you're down and out, you know, all of a sudden you turn the corner and there's something there. And that's what's going to happen with us, you know, with this country, with the world, with the virus too thing. But, but I mean, there were times when I thought, man, it couldn't get any bleaker. And then, you know, you just, you just get up and you just keep moving forward. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's a remarkable thing, and I, I I feel a lot of gratitude for all the artists I work with. I've worked with, you know, some were very short, some were long periods of time. But you know, to be able to call, you know, some most of these people at home and say, "How are you feeling now? How are you doing now?" You know, yeah. I just talked to Tommy Rowe today. You know, I called Tommy. How are you doing out in California? You know, because that's well, you know, LA's. 
How is he doing? He, we were going to have him on the show, and uh, they said he wasn't doing it. Well, his wife, you know, his wife's sick. His wife hasn't been well for a while, and yeah. um, uh, he's, he's very concerned about that. And right yeah. now, he's in the next big. He's in the next big city that's going to be like New York with this, yeah. with the virus. But he's right. been going. He's been going to Nashville and recording. You know, he, oh, he's been cool. making some records. Yeah, he's got some nice stuff, and you know. Everybody, because everybody knows I worked with him for a long time, and every every show I go to, people say, "Oh, is Tommy gonna ever play again? Is he gonna do concerts?" And I and I tell them, if Tommy calls me and says I'm ready to play, you know, I'll make sure everybody knows Tommy's ready to play. I, I love him. I mean, we're like family. We're like family. And uh, but you know, because. You know, it, it just, I, I feel, like I said early on, you know, I never made the hit records. You know, I've worked with a lot of these artists, but I never had my own hit record. Um, but to be friends with these guys and to help the, help keep the careers going and make sure they had a good band and make sure they were getting paid and all that kind of stuff. Well, that to me was, you know, that's what I was put here to do. That's what I was put here to do, you know, and... Uh, yeah, I'm proud. I'm real proud of it. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, great. That's and and good for you because thank God you do that and you bring them out again and you make them relevant again, just like we try to do here. We try to make everybody relevant again. Hence, applause radio show. We want to give the applause that these guys deserve because well, without it, them, we wouldn't be where we are musically. Even though today's music sucks, I'm talking just in general. You know. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But, well, we've got yeah. we've got a lot of we got a lot of legacy to keep, and there's you know there's there's you know I'm always I'm always amazed like you know when I I guess it was back in I guess when we 2017 when we did Happy Together I hadn't heard the Cowsills in years, and I was Love just blown away. Love you know, them. They were just Love so them. good, so good. Love them. Love them actually. So we're, we we're gonna have to end, but before we go, I wanted to see if Steve would give us a trivia question that maybe an easy one that I could guess. <laughs> uh, all right, let me see. Uh, no, I can't. You 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 stuck this to me. One two three. I was not prepared. I apologize. Uh, oh, I'll, ask, I'll ask. I'll ask. I'll ask you. I'll ask you one. Okay. Go ahead. I'll ask you one. Okay. All right. Um, Steve might know this. You might not know Joanne. Okay. So uh, Jay and the Techniques uh, yeah. recorded for a subsidiary of Mercury Records. Do you remember what the label was called? It was an A&M. Uh, it wasn't Smash, was it? It was Smash. It was ah. Smash Records. Good I'm man. Good man. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, I'll trade I'll trade you your toilet paper for one of my guitars. I love you guys for having me on and I, I wish everybody just take care of each other, take care of yourselves, you know, and um We'll we'll get through this together. And please, whoever's listening out there, friend me on friend me on Facebook. 
come to my come to my website ricklevy.com visit the boxtop site boxtops.com and just you know just just make friends with us and we'll see you at a show for sure well rick thank and you JoJo, thank you Jojo, thank you for letting me be part of this i've enjoyed listening and talking with rick so much and you as well i appreciate you letting me be part of it well, we're all going to talk later, and we're going to see uh, if maybe we could do this again. So we'll, we'll talk about it, right? So Absolutely. God, God, God bless everybody. Talk to you again soon. Rick, thank you so as much. My father used to, as my father used to say, Rick, Gain Gesint, Kimmy Gesint, and Zenta Gesint. Uh, <laughs> I can get part of it, but uh, I'll, I'll just say L'chaim and Shalom. <laughs> That's easy Bye-bye. for me too. <laughs> Bye, Bye-bye. Rick. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. So, guys, what'd you think of that? Uh, it was it turned out to be quite the evening, actually, huh? We started out wow. on the wrong foot. We started out on a wrong foot, but uh, it ended wonderfully. Rick is a wonderful guy, and I'll tell you if you haven't seen his uh, pottery on Facebook. He's got some, I'm telling you, it looks store-bought. It, it looks, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And just check him out. What was it? RickLevy.com and uh, BoxTops.com. And hopefully everybody will be back on the road soon and entertaining everyone again. And sounds fabulous. So let's get ready to celebrate because when this is all over, we are going to celebrate. So thank you so much to our guest, Mr. Rick Levy. Our sponsor is the High Barn Bistro in Barfield, New Jersey, Precious Memory Video, Kittnersville, Pennsylvania, KWB Wines in South Africa, and Mr. Steve Boom Boom Cannon for joining us tonight, too. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am, and I appreciate it. We'll talk again soon. You got it, honey. I'll talk to you later, okay? Yeah, for sure. All right. Have a good night, honey. Take care. You, too. Good night, everybody. Bye. Johnny Boy. John, see you later. I don't know if John's even with us anymore. I don't know. Uh, anyway, but thank you again. I think John uh, hung up. I think everybody hung up. But thank you all so much for joining us. Applause Radio Show. Life is going to be remaining normal here for you. So if you need something to do or you want to talk, you can always give us a call. Don't hesitate to give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. So thank you all very much. Thank you, Mr. Rick Levy. It was a pleasure to meet you. And uh, keep Ron rocking, everybody. And uh, take care. Stay home. Be happy. Be safe. And uh, stay home. Thank you so much, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.